The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one and only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. Oh, boy. Well, we told you guys I finally had my wisdom teeth removed. Mm-hmm. And I'm still in a little bit of a pain and I cannot function, make my mouth function as I usually can. So I cannot really yell out. Understood. So if I sound a little weird or a little slow, it's because of that. But I feel much better. It's been a few days. I'm getting there. I had to do it, guys. I had to do it. My dentist said I had to do it. So I did it. It's the way to start the new year. For those of you who are new to this podcast, just so everyone is clear, Teresa used to speak normally. And then she got her wisdom teeth out. And now she's got a, a funky accent. Do I? And... I just I just speak a little slower because it's not functioning as well. I was making a joke about your accent. She's always had an um. accent. <laughs> some people go through surgery or some people hit their head and then they develop an accent. I it, wish it was me. You wish you, what accent would you want? Like, uh, I would take a Georgia, Southern Georgia oh, accent. Well, yours is pretty good already, I think. <laughs> I want to hit my head when I hear your Georgia, Southern accent. <laughs> um, we are here not to talk about Teresa's teeth. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Don't spit. Don't, there's a few things Teresa's not allowed to do. She can't spit. She can't suck. I mean... My weekends are shot, but no, she, you can. If, if you guys have had your wisdom teeth removed, I have not for some reason. I only have two wisdom teeth. Ugh. One is somewhat coming in and said it may be a problem. Teresa had all four right out, but you can't spit. You can't suck. You can't. There's something else you can't do. John is like a gay large fucker. <laughs> I put the I put the plastic gloves on. I put the the gauze in her mouth. But what's the, there's like three things you can't do. Spit, and suck. Suck on a straw or a penis. Jeez, um, here we go. <laughs> there's something else. I thought there was three things. Don't, oh, no carbonated beverages. Yeah. I don't know if that was the third. No chewing, at least in the beginning. Like that was, soft meal. Yeah. Anyways, I was such a good nurse for so long. And then S- Such a good male nurse. Such a good great Gaylord Fokker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We are here to talk about MAFs. It's a new season. New season. Who this? Yes. Nashville, Nash Vegas, a city near and dear to our hearts. Guys, just to clarify, I'm very excited. I'm oh very boy. excited about this season. But if I am not like yelling out and being as excited as John, I swear it's due to my mouth. <laughs> it's not because I don't want to. It's because I cannot. Understood. So don't 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 think I'm a Debbie Downer. I just really can't. <laughs> so on a scale of one to ten, just so people understand, on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you? Like eleven. Like an eleven. <laughs> can't you hear? <laughs> and just to put everyone's minds at ease, I feel like because if I was listening to this and I heard you, I, I might be like, "Geez, Teresa, take it easy. No need to podcast if you're in pain." Are you in pain or you're just your mouth is just a little? I mean, I'm in a little bit of a pain, but it's mostly because my mouth is tight. Mm-hmm. Um, she hasn't spoken in days. It was. I've been very, woo, I've was been very quiet. It was amazing. Pretty quiet, but yeah, it was very painful. It's it still hurts. I'm not gonna lie, but it's not like oh shit, it's so painful I cannot talk. No, Understood. that's not the case. We decided that's why we waited with the podcast. I wanted to feel comfortable doing yeah. that. However. I still feel it because apparently it was very close to a nerve and mm. I have this like funny tinkling in my, uh. in my jaw. Um, and it's still like, I cannot fully open my mouth. So we get, anyways, guys, 
I'm very excited. This is this is this is me sounding very excited. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for waiting for this. Thank yeah, for definitely. It. Thank you for waiting. It. I was gonna say we extended our vacation, but that wasn't the case. No. I would not call that a vacation. Although you were taking all the drugs. Oh my gosh! The best drugs was what the doctor gave me. Yes, little IV. I woke up and my tongue was sticking out of my mouth. <laughs> Can we move on? Yes, yes. Um, we're we're going to do the recap of the episode. And then as we do, we're going to do predictions. We're going to predict at the end. I know we don't have much information. This first no. episode, thank goodness this first episode wasn't three hours long like last season. Well, I would almost want it because I feel like we needed more. Yeah, we did need a little bit more. There, well, let's see what there is to talk about here. But we met the individuals. We didn't meet them as couples. We did a little bit of bachelorette, a little bachelor, one dress shopping, one suit shopping. Yeah, not. I feel not, like they went all in in San Diego. Yeah, and this seems a little, a little cheating. Well, let's let's see what happens because there was a little too much fluff. I would say in a three what, hour. What do you mean? I mean, in, in the first episode, you you don't need it to be three hours long. That's no. too much. You're putting in too much fluff. Just give us the goods. Mm. And so they, they got it down to two hours here and we'll see what there's to talk about. But after we talk about it all, we're going to give our predictions. They may be a little bit of early predictions because maybe we don't know enough about these people we to don't. predict whether they're going to stay together or not. But we're going to we're going to tell you what we think anyways. Yeah. Before we do a little housekeeping, guys, follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time over there. It's where Teresa can talk all she wants because she just types. She messages with you guys. Yes. And next week I'll be back to normal. Okay. I'll be back to my enthusiastic self. <laughs> this sounds like a, you're making it sound like a nighttime podcast. You're, and and my energy <laughs> feels weird because I feel like I'm ready to go. I can't. And I'm, I'm su- I swear to God, I, can't, I cannot be more enthusiastic <laughs> than I am right now. Okay. Are you okay to talk? Yeah. Okay. So uh, on Instagram, at Pod, news, memes, messages, follow us there. Also, join us on Patreon. There's a lot that's about to happen on Patreon because we're wrapping up Love in Paradise. It was season two, but it came over to TLC, so we decided to cover it on Patreon. And we're wrapping that up very shortly because we are going to then cover our girls, Darcy and Stacy. Yes, and... I don't know if you mentioned it just yet. I kind of zoned out because, guys. This is going to be interesting. New Year, who this? Do you know who you are? (laughs) Yes. The main 90-day podcast, right? We're almost done. We're doing the tell-alls on Mondays. It's amazing. But there's going to be a new 90-day the other way. And guess what? What? Danielle and Johan from... Love and Paradise. Love and Paradise that we cover on the Patreon are going to be on the other way. So if you want a refresher, mm-hmm. come over to the Patreon. Come over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash reality. Having a good time over there at the family affair level. You get video of us podcasting at the Cousins Club level. You get the audio and then at Friends with Benefit. Well, the, the benefit is there's no ads in those pods. You get to see what's going on when we share behind the scenes things. So check it out. Find the tier that's right for you and, and join us, patreon.com slash reality. Also, just make sure you're following the podcast right here. And this is a prime example of why you want to follow the podcast, because sometimes we have oral surgery and we have to push the date of when we release. And normally we put out the MAPS podcast Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Something's happened. Something who knows what's going to happen throughout a season. Something happened right here. So we have to release it on a Saturday mm-hmm. evening. So you follow the podcast, no matter when we release it, you get a right to your device. It's that easy. All you have to do is look down and smash that follow button. Guys, oh sm- God. <laughs> smash it like it's <laughs> as hot as Nashville. <laughs> Stop like one- laughing. You sound like a 1-800 number. Like, I think like I have to pay you for this. Stop it. Um, so smash it like it's that hot. Because we love Nashville. We've been to Nashville a year ago for Christmas. We went to Nashville a year ago for that's, Christmas. This is the time our Patreon friends know. It's the time I hugged the penguin. Oh, yeah. We posted that on Patreon. If, mm-hmm. you, if you join the Patreon and scroll down a ways, you'll see Teresa doing a drunk photo shoot with a penguin. <laughs> we also did our mini moon 
in yeah, Nashville. Yeah, we love Nashville. We we were planning to go to Europe for our actual honeymoon, but we said, well, after the wedding and all of that, let's take a month or two off and we'll go to Europe a little bit later. And so we just went to Nashville immediately following our yeah, wedding. Yeah, that was and, amazing. And then COVID struck and we never went to Europe for our honeymoon, but we've been since. And, yeah. And we, we do enough traveling. We, we sure do. Okay. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. If you haven't left a review, could you just say something like, get better fast, Teresa, because we need you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. That's the housekeeping. Should we do this thing? Should we get into it? Teresa is foaming at the mouth. She's, oh, is that why? Are you foaming at the mouth because you're so excited about this? Or are you foaming at the mouth for other reasons? Let's get into this. <laughs> Let's do it. Married at First Sight, Season 16, Nashville, Nash Vegas. Why are you saying Nash Vegas? That's what they call it. Really? That's dumb. No, it's awesome. How is it awesome? Nash Vegas. No, it's not. It's, it's kind horrible. Of, I mean, there's no gambling. You, you gamble with your life if you go in certain areas of Nashville, but it's a party. There's a strip. There's neon lights. Yeah. Broadway. It's called Nashville. I call it Nashville and I also call it Nash Vegas. Ugh, I hate it. I'm going to call it Nash Vegas oh, this whole season. I, I hate it so much. Season 16, Nash <laughs> Vegas. All right. And, and let's start with Kirsten. And Shaquille, okay? Yes. So, Kirsten, 31 years old. 31. Shaquille, 32. And uh, it's funny because, like, we kind of watched the ma- matchmaking special a little bit. We were on vacation. We were headed on TV, getting ready, right? And it almost seems like that they're like, okay, what do they have in common? Oh, they both want someone educated with good teeth. Boom. The bar is so low. And you feel like... Maybe you would start to dig a little bit deeper and start to change your parameters or what it takes to become a good match after 16 seasons. But no, it's still like fill out this Google Doc. And if you both want someone with good teeth, well, here you go. Like that's all it takes. That's all it seems like they care about. You have experts. What are they experts in? Not matchmaking. Yeah, and I get it, the education. They both wanted someone educated. She has a master's in business education, and she's a real estate agent, right? Mm-hmm. He's getting his doctorate. I, what exactly does he do? He, he uh, works. You're going to make me scroll. I he, think he's like a recruiter. He works at the University of Tennessee at the executive director of enrollment services. Nice. So they're both very educated. I get it. She's good looking. I think he's good looking too. Nah, he's not my type, not but my type. he seems well good. <laughs> but he seems some like guys he, are my. Here's how I judge if a guy is my type. Would I want to look like him? That's how I judge my okay. type. And like well, that's not that's not my style. No, no. But I think like he seems he looks friendly. He looks like mm-hmm. he takes care of himself. Sure. And he's smart. So those are qualities that I find attractive. Overall, not my tie, but I think he's after, after, what's his name? Clint. Oh. <laughs> what a dumb name. Is it Clint? Yeah. yeah. After Clint, I, I just say dumb name because I always picture naming a baby. Like a, a, an adult is yeah. fine, but the baby Clint what is ridiculous. What would be the full name? Maybe Clinton? It's even, even worse. Baby Clinton. Yeah, I like the name Clinton. Baby Clinton? Well. You look at a baby and it's like, oh, if you name a baby, what was my thing recently? I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, like babe, like baby Howard. Oh, well, like, I know, but they're not going to stay a baby forever. They're going to spend more time in life as an adult than they will as a baby. Oh, so ba- name- baby Ross. Ross. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, we talked, <laughs> one half of the Jew Tang clan's name was Ross and Teresa <laughs> can't wrap her head around it. You, I would suggest you name your child something that's going to serve them well as an adult. Not Don't name them like Tommy. Like some people name, <laughs> and I'm just saying Tommy because I think the Rugrats, they're, I think, you know, Tommy. I right? love the Rugrats. Yeah, Tommy was the main baby. But like some people name their kids Tommy, like not Thomas. They'll name them Tommy. You're like, oh, your name's Thomas? She's like, no, my parents name me Tommy. It's like, well, stop. <laughs> name them for success. Name them as an adult. True. And they'll grow into it. So I'm fine with naming a, I think it's better to name a baby an adult's name than to name it. I like the name Clint. Okay. Well, I was going to say, I think after Clint, Shaquille is probably the best, not probably, he's the best looking male 
after Clint. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. But okay, so Kirsten, I think Kirsten's probably the best looking girl out of all of them. I think the one that was the pageant one is very good looking. I also think the hairdresser. I still don't know the name, guys. She's on a lot of, she's on a lot of drugs. Um, the hairdresser is Gina. And then Jasmine is. I also the, think Dominic. There is something to her. Yeah. All right. We're 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 all over the place. We're all over all the right, place. All right. We're still with Shaquille and Kirsten. So, Kirsten, as you said, master in business education, bachelor's in health services, admin, educated, but not doing anything with that education. No, right? she's she a, found a different passion that she's good at. Good for her. She's a real estate agent, and and shout out to to real estate agents. We got those in the fam. Yep. But. Again, and we I feel like we've talked about this before, it's good to be educated, but to be a career student, and not that she is, but to be a career student is what not necessarily- What does it necess- mean? Yeah, oh, I just keep going to school to get degrees, to get degrees. It's like, degrees are great, but I think putting your degree to work is even better. Yeah. So she's not doing that, and, and no shade there. As you said, maybe she found something else to do. I mean, a master's in business is literally can be anything. What it's do you do with that? a master's in business education. Oh, So okay. she would be a teacher. She would oh. go be a professor or something, I believe. And, and that's then- something like eventually, like, to be honest, not to get into personal thing, but eventually I was thinking when I get older, I might teach at a college here and there, like a community college, a class or two. I would need a, a master's degree for that. Yes. So maybe that's something down the road for me. Okay. I mean, who knows? Okay. So then, yes, so that's Kirsten. A little bit more about Shaquille. His whole thing, I think he's he's got the trauma from childhood of being in a car accident, right? He was thrown from a car. He was injured, couldn't play sports. So then he focused on school. Good. Good. Okay. And then this is... Yes, what took him to become the executive director of enrollment services at Tennessee State University and then also currently getting his doctorate. So Good for him. I mean, not the accident, but uh, the education. But yeah, going, okay, I can't play sports. Let me focus on this. Let me do this. And yeah, it's good they're on the same page as far as education. If they have kids, I'm sure they'll want to raise their kids to yeah. focus on school. So they're at least probably they share a similar mindset. Yes. And, and so that will hopefully set them up for success. Again, as I said, we will discuss our predictions of whether they'll stay together or not at the end. Yes. Yeah. So, well, for Kristen, Kirsten. 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 Well, what name is that? It's like, oh, Kristen is, oh, everyone has a Kristen. I'm going to have a Kirsten. I like Kirsten more. Kirsten oh. Dunst. Who's that? Kirsten Dunst, actress. Yeah. Oh. I like, I like Kirsten more than Kristen, I think, because I like a little bit of a different Name. I don't like any names with R's because it's hard to pronounce it's a for me. Hard so, for yeah, Shaquille, that's that's pretty good. Um, okay. But I was just gonna say, Kirsten is yes, she wants to find a match because she couldn't, but she's too picky. She said it herself, mm. and she's like, "I'm picky about everything. I need him to be tall. I need him to be handsome, good teeth, educated." It's like. You're literally not on the right show because you're not in it to find a partner no matter what. And you're just going to trust the experts. You want something from this. And if you don't get it, even though I think she's getting it, I don't know if she will be happy with it. And I think if she won't be happy, I don't think she'll get over it. Well, she said, I'm picky about everything. I'm going to give someone else the chance to pick for me. And here's almost why I think this could work for her. Okay. And not saying they're going to work, but this approach. I think when people are picky, they're they're being picky because they think, oh, I need the best. Maybe not even for them, but I need the best so that when people look at me, they go, oh, she's got the best. Look at her. She couldn't do any better. She wears the best clothes. She goes to the best restaurants. And maybe she's a fan of the best, but she, I think when people pick the best it's because they want other people to go oh look she picked the best so when it comes for, to men people might go well I gotta pick the most educated the most handsome has the most money so that when people look at me they go oh look at what she got look at mm. who she chose when you give it to somebody else to choose for you now the responsibility is off of you now nobody her friends her family aren't gonna look at her and go that's who you picked 
you picked this guy, this bald guy, that's who you picked? No, I didn't. Someone else picked it for me. So, so she doesn't have to take ownership of her decision. She may now end up with someone she would have never chosen because of fear of that's who you picked, but someone else picked it for her and maybe it works out. But he is everything she asked for. But that's the thing. It's like one thing. They're educated. They like education. No, he has good teeth. He's handsome. He's He has a good job. He's educated. Right before the wedding, wasn't someone going, what if he's bald? And she's like, well, I won't like yeah, that. Yeah, but, but that's my point. It's like, did she put in the questionnaire? No. So Who knows? Now, now she's getting a bald dude that I think has everything that she needs. However, this one thing might be because she loves low haircut. Low, I don't even know cut. what it is. Yeah, but it's a certain style haircut, a low cut. Yeah. So because of that, she might be like, oh, not my type. Right. Right. And so I think it's good. She is picky, but she's allowing someone else to pick. I we'll think see. It, I think it could work in her favor. We'll see. I, as I said, many times we had people on the show who went into this saying, I don't give a shit what you look like. Like, I don't care if you have hair or you don't have hair. I just want to find my match, right? Yeah. She goes into this saying, yes, but I want all this. Mm-hmm. I want all this. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't have it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Let's move on to our next couple. Dominique. Did we talk about Shaquille? Oh, we talked yeah, about we, Shaquille. Yeah, we kind of just talked about him as one, which was nice. I enjoyed that. Yes. Next. Dominique, 25. And McKinley, 33. McKinley is the man. Dominique is the woman. Yes. Okay. I so, like the name McKinley. It's a weird name, but I like it. I don't like... Here's what you also have to think about. Don't just think, oh, is this a child's name or an adult's name? Think about how are people going to shorten it? How are people going to abbreviate it? How are people going to nickname it? I like Mac. Mac? Mm-hmm. No. Mac and cheese? Mm-hmm. Well, now I just think of Mac from Always Sunny. And it's like Mac. Oh. I don't like that at all. I mean, I like the character. <laughs> oh, yeah, Fun to yeah, watch, yeah. but the name Mac just seems too, I don't know, a little aggressive. Well, this is what I'm going to say. Someone said it during the bachelorette party, but at 25, you don't need to be unmarried at first sight. And especially her. You don't. I'll tell you, I met you when I was 25. Uh-huh. And I was at a stage of my life where I was finishing college. Oh, celebrating our seven-year Tinderversary. Yeah, today. <laughs> today. Seven year t- today, seven years ago, we had our first date. Today, seven years ago, we had oh our first. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so that's not our Tinder anniversary. It's our, our I don't know when we swiped. Our meetiversary. Our meetiversary. I call it the Tinderversary. No, but that's, I would say, a Tinderversary would be the first time we matched or No, no, no. Messaged. That's swipeiversary, oh, but boy. I don't remember the date. Okay. So this is our today's Tinderversary. Very true. I was 25 years old. I was at the point of my life where I was like finishing college, doing my thing. And I felt like, yeah, I would love to meet someone. However... If I don't meet him right this second, that's fine. I have time, right? Mm-hmm. I was having fun and I met you and it worked out and we ended up having fun together and we still are having fun. Yes. But at 25, I didn't think of a marriage. I didn't think I would ever want to have kids. I didn't think of settling down. Like, yes, I thought of like, yeah, it would be nice to have a bestie with me all the time. Mm-hmm. But all these other things that go with it, I did not think of that at all, to be honest. Didn't even cross my mind. Maybe down the road and it happened. But at 25, she should just be having fun and see if she can meet someone naturally because she's still very young. And that's the thing is she is having fun. And maybe not that she's having too much fun. But I think marriage is going to be a 180 type of change for her in her lifestyle because her, she's all about, she's right, she's talking to her girls, she's having drinks with her girls by the pool, she's sharing the news. And I think her big concern is, oh, when I get married, girls night, it's going to go out the window, brunch with the ladies, going to go out the window. I don't know that she's ready for the lifestyle that no. accompanies marriage. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, I loved doing all that when I was younger, but now I still love doing that, but with you. I love going to brunch with you. Yeah. I love going to, I love having a night out with you, but I don't need a ladies night out and getting drunk. And And she says, I'm an old soul. I'm more mature than my age. 
maybe she is. Maybe maybe she just goes out with the girls and does drinks by the pool with the girls because she doesn't have the option to do that with the husband. But it seems like these are these are two conflicting lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And again, maybe she wants to get away from that, and so that's why she is looking for a husband. But it seems like okay, she's going to need to keep her friends at bay to yeah. have a successful marriage. Remember Virginia and Eric? Oh yeah, I think they were Virginia. in Atlanta. Like she was a party girl. Oh yeah, I think they stayed together for a little bit. They're not together anymore. Because she just could not let her lifestyle behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this is going to be a very similar situation. I think it may be. Um, so she's got her best friend. She's got her girl group. She's also got her mom, who mm-hmm. she says is her bestie. They call each other all the time. They're nonstop talking. So she's got a lot to to balance. She's going to have to balance her relationship with her mom. She's going to have to balance her relationship with her friends. And then her husband... Although I was kind of surprised it was her mom who signed her up yes. for maths, which means maybe mom's like, I need some alone time. <laughs> Dominique, mom needs a little bit, little separation here. Mm-hmm. So why don't you go find yourself a man? So we kind of have to take what we said at the top of this segment with a grain of salt. She wasn't the one who signed up for this. True. Right. So she's 25 and we go, oh, you're too young to sign up for maths. Mom signed her up. For whatever reason. And we didn't really get any details as to why mom thinks Dominique needs to go this route. But for whatever reason, mom said, here, I think this is the path you should take. Well, let's see how she takes it. Because, yes, she's 25. She was matched with McKinley, who's Mm -hmm. 33. He moved down here from Michigan four months ago. He is an introverted dreamer. I would say signing up for maths four months after you move to a city. Although, as I'm saying this, I'm taking it back. I was going to say that's a little premature. Like, get to know the city, explore the yeah, city. Yeah, I would totally explore. You're going to sign up for marriage. But, I mean, literally the reason I went on Tinder was because I just moved to New York, didn't know anyone, didn't have friends. And it's like, well, here's a way to meet people. Well, it's the way to meet people, not to commit with exactly. them Exactly. And that's what I was going to say is getting married <laughs> As a way to be like, oh, I don't really have any friends. But he does. He lives with family friends. Mm-hmm. Right? And he sits down and he's telling his family friends, oh, here's the deal. Here's what's going on. They were pumped probably just to get him. They want him to move out. I'm mm-hmm. sure they're like, you've stayed here long enough. But, yeah, why, why does a guy who's just moved to a city four months ago, why is he going for marriage? Go, go explore the city. Right? Go meet people. Go Very out, true. go on dates. Well, that's not what he's doing. Maybe because he's introverted. Maybe he because he's 33 and he wants to settle down, which I get. Yeah. But he is a college dropout who started his own business in the cannabis industry. The cannabis industry. That's, yes. that's what I said. The cannabis. I was just, I was reiterating. I was emphasizing the cannabis oh. industry. Sounds and fun. It does sound fun. I looked it up briefly. I don't know if it's straight straight weed or if it's CBD or what he's doing, but we'll see how this mixes with a party girl like Dominique. If Dominique's like, oh, all access to all the cannabis I want all the time. Mm. Get a little wild. But uh, we learn he was heartbroken and tell me if, the, if I'm tracking this correctly. Yeah. He was He was with this girl, right? Seems like they were together for a significant amount of time and then one day she just sent him a photo and she had a, a ring, ring on her finger. Yeah. She was engaged to somebody else. Yeah, and he said, oh, this is the ring you want. And she said, no, I'm engaged. So, huh? Like, yeah. we we need to learn a little Maybe bit more about this. Maybe he's too much of a dreamer. Maybe they broke up. He didn't mm, register. I know. And then she was just letting him know. And he's like, wait a minute, what? Well, he's definitely a romantic because my favorite part, I think my favorite part of this episode was learning when he was in school, when he was like in elementary school or whatever, he performed at a talent show. And <laughs> and what was his talent? Did he juggle? Did he play guitar? Did he do a magic trick? No. At the talent show, he, he performed a, a, a poem, a love poem for, for a girl. Beautiful. What a romantic. What a romantic. <laughs> Let's see. I can see them together. All right, we'll save it, oh, your prediction oh, 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 oh. for the end. Oh, save okay. your prediction for the end, Theresa. Okay. 
All right. That is Mac and Dominique. Not Mac and Cheese. Not Mac and Cheese. <laughs> Although that's what I would have said after he performed that poem. Why? That's cheesy. Oh. <laughs> I said, there goes Mac and Cheese. <laughs> nice job at the talent show. All right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I wish I could laugh more. I wish you could, too. Really right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying, Jonathan. I'm okay. trying. Okay, Teresa. Let's move this. You ready for the crazy? Oh, boy. I couldn't be more ready for this. All right. The crazy Nicole, 32, and Chris, 36. All right. So Nicole goes and, and meets with her friends, breaks the news. Her friends are shocked. They can't believe it. The most shocking thing to me was how they just left a fresh pile of nachos to get cold on that table. Right. I was like, somebody eats these nachos. But Nicole, okay, she's from New York, Queens. She's a bitch with too big of a heart. That's right. Always serving it up. Mom Italian, dad Jewish. She has a swell dog, Charlie. Hello, Charlie. And she performs for the dog with piggy puppets. Yeah. We're just what? Gl- we're glossing over so much here. No, so, I just introduced yeah. so I can let you talk. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. So mom is FBI, as she says, a full-blooded Italian. Yes, dad is a fellow Jew. Her dog, Charlie. Okay, so not only does she do puppet shows for her dog, she, she bonds with her dog because her dog is a, a fellow Libra like her. Ah. We're doing that? Like if you're doing that on your own, it's suspicious for me. If you're like that into astrology signs, red flag. But I now really, now you're doing it with your dog? I really think that I I like missed something in my life because I literally I've never been into astrology. I've never been to crystals. I've never saged anything. Yeah. I'm very realistic. And I almost feel like most girls have done at least one of it mm, throughout their life, but I, I have any, not. I don't know any girls who have. And I'm sure a lot of you guys listening, I'm sure a lot of our friends have dabbled and, and maybe some are deep in, into it. I just it, wish it spoke to me. It's it, It's got to speak to you. Don't do it just to do it. I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong when it comes to religion. I think that's wrong when it comes to astrology or anything. Like do it if it truly speaks to you. I wish it spoke to me. I wish I found something like that, that I could just be like, oh, what a shitty day. Let me just touch a crystal and right. it's going to be better. Instead, it's like, let me just grab this bottle of tequila. Exactly. That speaks to me. Um, but this is great. Yeah. Her mom is FBI. She's FBC. She's she's full-blooded cuckoo. <laughs> That's what Nicole is. She's, she's out of her mind. Out of her mind. And it's just what the show needs. Like she needs, we need a, a person like Nicole. To entertain us. She's probably maybe close to Lindsay. I was going to say. Lindsay and Mark Deshack. <laughs> I would say Nicole is probably a runner up to, to Lindsay. Yeah. I, I wonder, not to give any spoilers or anything, but they've been showing all these previews for a couple of months. And there was one couple that I exploded. She, Ooh, I think it was Nicole. Really? I'm not sure about it. We'll see. Let's see. So then we meet her future husband, Chris, who's... Poor Chris, he's just meeting with one friend. He's got one friend. Everyone else met with groups of people. They went out to brunch. They went to house parties. Chris meets with, with his one friend who is wearing purple just like Chris is. Like they, they have the uniform. They both wear purple. They, they sit down. And Nicole's going to be my favorite girl to watch. I think Chris is going to be my favorite guy to watch. If, if Chris says, nice guys finish last one more time, I'm going to shut down the TV. <laughs> What the fuck is that? It's a it's a common saying here in America. But he's so not ready for reality TV. He's so not ready for reality. He's not really. He's not he, right. He lives in his own world. He's he's, he's just he seems like an innocent guy, like a like a poor sweet guy. Who he hasn't has, banged in a year. He hasn't banged in a year. He's got has one friend. They both wear purple shirts. Like he's gonna be my favorite. <laughs> and to pair this person with Nicole is some evil trick mm-hmm. that I'm here for. I mean, I kind of understand the idea behind it that she needs someone who, well, she either needs someone with a very strong personality who's just going to put her in her place, but I That's think not Chris. No, or or someone like Chris who's just going to try to calm her down and maybe they went the round of calming down because if she was paired with someone with a very strong personality, it might get abusive. Well, it's not even 
that will calm her down. It's that will just accept. I think he's so such a hopeless romantic, mm-hmm. such a loner, ser- ser- searching for any companionship that he'll he may just take whatever Nicole dishes out. And he'll just accept it. He'll roll over and he'll accept it. And she said she tried dating in Nashville and nothing worked out for her. Wondering yeah. why. Yeah. And so apparently they're, I love how I think it was PC. It's like they're a natural match because they're both big hearted and scared. They won't find anyone else. It's because like, they love their dogs. Yeah, they have it's, dogs. It's, it's, yeah. It's like he has two swell dogs. He's a nice guy. She has a dog. She's cuckoo. That that's gonna work out. I mean, it's gonna work out for us. It's gonna work out for us. That's for sure. But for them, I feel bad for Chris. But let's see. Let's see. All right. Next up, Jasmine and Eris. All right. Jasmine is thirty-one. Eris thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. I feel bad for Jasmine because she seems like a nice chick who has a passion. She was a Miss Tennessee. Then she was a Miss something something pageant. Mm-hmm. That's you, a lot of lot of pageants. That's her passion. Is pageants? Her passion is cheerleading. Ah, right. She says it's right. my passion. It's my life, and she coaches cheerleading six days a week. And I love when people do something they're passionate about, no matter what it is. Sure. Even if you're a painter, but you fucking love it, I love it well, you, because you it you makes your like, life easier. Like house painter. Yeah. Not like. Picasso. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. But I'm saying like there are people who love it right. and it really makes your life easier because you you do something you're passionate about. And she seems like a nice girl. However, Aris seems like the biggest douche. Ooh, I don't know. I feel you. so bad that she was spared with such a douche. Why do you think Aris is such a douche? Such a douche. I don't I don't get that from Aris. Like, I, oh, I banged like a one day before. Um, that doesn't matched. make you a douche. That no, makes you like, a Red-blooded American He's man. He's like, uh, I mean, like I'm 39. I'm like never like lived with anyone. Like, am I ready? Like, uh, like yeah, Eris uh, uh, dealt with some shit, Therese, okay? Eris had his heart broken when he was 28. And then he spent the next decade, so he says, with his guard up. He, he, it, may just, it may just mean with his, you know, penis and other women. Who knows? that, And he couldn't commit. But... He was born to a very young mom. She was 19. And then his father was murdered. Like he's been through some shit. He has. But I feel like that should have, that it has no, nothing to do with the fact that he's a douche. It does. He he never had a solid male figure in his life. He never had anyone necessarily who he could look to and say, that's how I need to behave. And I don't, I'll tell you what, I don't buy this. I think okay. everyone is their own person. If you, you can grow up with some shit, absolutely. Yeah. But once you are an adult and you can decide for yourself, you can make decision. And if you had a shitty childhood and you had a shitty role models, you can, you can literally learn from it and be like, I don't want to be like you that. You can, but it's a lot harder. It's, it's a lot harder to, those are your formative years when you're a teenager and you can make bad decisions and maybe... You get mixed up with the wrong crowd and then, okay, yes, you become you 25 or 30. You go, this is, this is not right, but you're, you're not in the right place to correct it. You've, you've already gone so deep into a bad path that it's a lot harder to correct. Is it impossible? Of course not. But I just think that, yes, obviously the way you, you are raised affects who you are. However, I feel like some people who are sh- maybe are, have a shitty behavior, bl- blame it on the sure. shitty childhood. But that's that's not why. Like, I feel bad for you if you had a shitty childhood. But when you grow up and you can make decisions for yourself, then it's up to you if you yeah, end up continue doing, you know, doing drugs and not trying to do the right thing Who's in that life. Who did drugs? No, 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 no. I'm just... Speaking in general. Well, don't generalize. We're speaking about Eris here. And if your father gets murdered, well, that's going to have an impact on you. And, and you're, the way you're serving it up is like, well, once you turn 18, a flip switches and nothing that happened in your childhood has any effect over you as an adult. And that's not true. It's like. No, it does. But I'm saying like, if you're saying, oh, I cannot 
I cannot commit to a woman. Like, oh, I, I got my heart broken. I cannot commit for 10 years because of what happened in the past. I don't buy it. I I don't understand how you can't buy it. That, that's just life. Is life impacts and affects how you move just through think, life. I just think it's your decision. You just decide that that's something you do or don't want to do. But I wouldn't just necessarily blame it on, oh, I got my heart broken. And for 10 years, I was just banging chicks because I couldn't get over it. It's like, no, you got your heart broken. You realize like, I don't want to be in a relationship if I can be banging chicks. But that's what he's doing And working now. hard. So here, here I am. That's what he's doing now. He he says, I feel flawed. I, I know that. I've made some mistakes and some things have happened in the past. He admits, oh, I'm flawed, but I'm ready for marriage and I'm ready for a family of my own now. So so maybe you're faulting him because it took till 39. If he had come to this conclusion at 29, you would feel differently about him. Maybe, but I'm definitely with his cousin who doesn't think he's ready for this either. She's like freaking out. She's like, you're absolutely not ready for marriage. Uh, yeah, but... At some point, you just need to, as you said, make the decision. Okay, you know what? Enough is enough. You don't think I'm ready? Well, what? I have to slowly show you I'm ready. I have to prove to you I'm ready. Why can't I, as you said, just one day wake up and be like, nope. Now I'm going to be a husband and I'm going to start a family and I'm going to start doing the right thing. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, well, I'm, I'm just telling you, you can't have it both ways. You can say, oh, well, he should make the decision to get on the straight and narrow and then at the other on the other hand go well he's not ready he's not ready to I be on the straight and he's narrow he's gonna be like mitch he went from not being able to commit to anyone or not even wanting to to realizing oh shit i'm getting old i should probably settle down i should probably try to have a family because that's what most of the people around me do mm, let me marry, marry someone in first sight and make their life miserable for six weeks because I'm a, I'm gonna end up saying no at the end because it's not what I want. Okay, well let's see. <laughs> I, I think I'm a little more hopeful than you. I'm not giving my prediction yet, but let's see. That's Jasmine and Eris, and then we're left with one final couple, Gina and Clint. Okay, Gina, 36, a hairdresser, and I knew she was a hairdresser before she even completed saying her name. Why? She, she gives out strong hairdresser vibes. Really? Oh. She also looks a little bit like my hairdresser. Oh. But when I looked at her, I said, that's a hairdresser. Turned out she was. And Clint, 40, call in if you know what Clint does because we called in our sources. We hit the Googles and the Ask Jeeves and nothing came up with anything. Yeah, but he's like an adventurer. He sails. He travels. So he must have a decent job, I would Or believe. comes from a decent family. Oh. I mean, that, that I don't... I think when you're a sailor like that, you come from a family of... He said he came from a family of sailors. Yeah, he just I wants believe. to sail with his wife. Clint, a.k.a. Chuck Norris. He, lo right? he looks like Chuck he Norris. He looks like... What was his role? Who? Chuck Chuck Norris's role. Oh. um, I wanted to say Karate Kid, but that's not... Oh, no. Chuck Norris. That's his role. That's not the name of the actor. No, Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Chuck yeah. Norris is the actor. Yeah. Um, but he's, he did, um, not, he did, he does martial arts, but he also sold some, some workout equipment and he was, he would always do these commercials and I forget what it was. Walker, Texas Ranger. I, I used to watch it. What was the Chuck Norris? I'm looking at a workout machine. Chuck Norris workout machine was... Oh, the Total Gym. Yeah, the Total Home Gym. He did all these commercials. He would just work out. I'm like, look at Chuck <laughs> Norris working out. Anyways, so Gina, she's with her friend and mom, D-Nice. They're popping champagne. She's sharing the big news. Yeah, we learned she's a hairdresser. She's also building her own salon. Nice. In Nashville, shout out to that. She's a swell dog, Hank. Everyone's got a swell dog on this show. It is, it's almost a must have. If you want to be married for a side, you have to have a dog. I think so. Um, and then, yes, Clint, a.k.a. Chuck Norris, he's at his friend's house breaking the news to his buddies. And, and let me be in this friend circle because I want to hang out at this house. I want to be on the boats. Right? I want to live this life. He, it just seems like a very outdoorsy 
natural way of life. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it too. I like it. And Clint. He, he's like, well, I'm going to do a regatta in Switzerland that's coming up, but I may change because I'm getting married soon. It's like, wait, what? It's like all his friends are definitely in their 40s. They're on their 40s. They're all, who knows, they seem well off. Yeah. Um, We learn more about Clint. He says, I'm a professional life liver. Okay. Which is a very spinal tap answer. Mm. Have you seen spinal tap? Yeah. When they ask, they ask the, the band, they're like, if you weren't like playing music, what would you do? And one of the guys like, if I wasn't a rock star, I'd probably be a, a full-time dreamer. And it's like a full-time <laughs> dreamer. It's basically a professional life liver. So yeah, I want to know what he does for a living. He's a he's a pilot. He comes from a family of sailors. Can't, can't cage the tiger. Mm. He's a little, a little catch me if you can vibes. He's a little international man of mystery. Like, we need to know more. We do, Did but he, make he has, his a, money? Vi- he has he, a vibe. He's got a vibe, but yeah. that vibe might be a criminal vibe. Like yeah, I he- don't think, I would I would hope that after that fiasco that one of the girls got detained in Texas for stalking, oh, yeah. that they, they the do their background checks. But we don't know how he makes his money or what he does for a living. But if you're going to do a regatta in Switzerland, you got some coin. And I want to know how. If you were into sailing. You got some coin. You know, it's expensive to even... Rent that little paddling machine. It's a, yeah, it's expensive to rent a boat for half a day. Take yeah. it out in the bay. So if you have your own, you have to maintain it and dock it somewhere. And yeah, he and must have some some dough. It might be some family money. Mm. We'll get to the bottom of it. I'm sure we'll find out more this season. Um, but that's the couples. That's all the couples. So I think this would be a good time to take a quick break. Okay. If you if you agree, we'll I a, do agree. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll do the guys meet, the girls meet, bachelor parties, all that. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are things going over there? Oh, uh, it's going. Is it going? It's going. All right. I was just telling you. I'll share with our friends. My mouth oh, is boy. producing a lot of saliva. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening. It's because I have been talking a lot. You've been talking a lot. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit more here. The girls meet, the guys meet. It doesn't really get interesting for for most of it until they start talking about sex. And we mm. start learning about their sexual patterns, their sexual behaviors. We learn Chris, as we said, hasn't banked it out in over a year. Yep. Nicole, she hasn't banged since moving to Nashville. We don't know when she moved to Nashville, though. I don't think, do we? Nicole is the crazy Nicole's one? Nicole's crazy. Nuts. I think a few months. It's I don't think that months. that long. Dominique, we learned she takes matters into her own hands, literally. She, mm-hmm. uh, I think she takes care of business by herself. It's a one-man show over there. And then they start talking about, are we going to consummate the marriage? The guy Again, the guys are talking by themselves. The girls are talking by themselves. The guys are talking, are we going to consummate this thing? Shaquille's optimistic. But uh, if it doesn't happen, no big deal. But he thinks maybe. Yeah, Clint maybe. wants to bang it out. Clint's is, he's down. I think Clint and Aris, they just want to bang. Aris says he's open for anything. And then all the guys cheers to having sex with our brides. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Then we get Kirsten dress shopping. So it's the classic one, two, three. Uh, no, yeah. It's the classic she's one, two, three. Picky because she's picky. Oh, that's what it was. Well, at least it wasn't Alyssa who was like, I have, I went through 10 dresses. I have dresses in my trunk. She bought her own dresses. I bought my own dresses just in case. Yeah. No, I honestly, there were other dresses I thought suited her better than the one she picked. She went with the fourth dress, right? Everyone yeah. loved it. She thought it was the winner. Probably my least favorite. Mm-hmm. But it's not my wedding, so. But yeah, she went through sort of all the basic: the long train, the long arms, the short. Look at you! I don't even know that. Um, here's what I don't know, and what I wanted to ask you is: there was like a little, little boob mesh, right? Yeah, that's there. Is that there just at the store? Or do you cut that chest mesh before the? No, big day? you have the boob mesh there. That's part of the yeah. dress. Yeah, it is. Why? I don't think that looks good. Well, it's supposed to not be really visible, but you don't want your boobs to fall out on your wedding day. Like you want everything on to your be wedding set night. in place. On your wedding night, you do. 
Well, on your wedding now, but no, the mesh stays. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, then you just need a better fitting dress. To me, I thought that was like the equivalent of when you buy a, a suit jacket, when you at the store, it's like stitched in the back. And then before you wear it out, you unstitch it. You kind of, so that like the tails open up. No, it's bit. it's the mesh is dead. She would just like, you don't wear a bra. I don't know if she was wearing a bra. Like you would just do like a nippies mm. like those nip stickers. Yeah. Unless you have a ginormous boobs that you need. But I can like sew a bra in, but, but the so mesh stays. Why? I, I I don't think it looks bad. Well, it doesn't look bad, but it's like, it's kind of visible. It's kind of not visible. I'd go one way or the other. I'd make it like super invisible or I'd make it very visible. It's, I don't know. I would remove it maybe accidentally if I didn't know any better. I'd be like, oh, this thing's got to no, go. No, I thought that was good. All right. Well, she gets her dress. She's happy with her dress. Then we got Shaquille suit shopping and he brought along some help. <laughs> his his mentees students mentees i don't know why he brought them if he made a deal like yeah i'll get you on tv there's no chance for you guys to come to the wedding or the honeymoon so you can come suit shopping with me because at first i was like maybe he has no friends but then he has people at the wedding yeah i know i kind of thought that too maybe he just wants like the younger generation to weigh in like kids, i think what? he's just a mentor who wants his mentees to be part of his big day? I guess so. I guess so. So he he brought the, he brought the kids along. I really like this the tuck. I don't like tuxes. Mm-hmm. Tuxes? tuxes is it the plural? Yeah, yeah the, the Walker Tuxes Ranger. Yeah, <laughs> but the dark green was nice. So he first came out in the the classic James Bond mm-hmm. tux, and the kids were like, "Nah, this ain't it. This is nothing special about this." So then he came out in that second suit, the two-tone, the hunter green. That was sharp. He he could pull it off, and the kids approved, and Shaquille thinks that's the look, and, and so easy peasy. Easy peasy. Easy peasy for him. And then we get The Bachelor and The Bachelorette party. Which was fun because, as someone said, Nashville is the capital of The Bachelor and Bachelorette parties. Sure is. I've never been to either. I was thinking of having mine in Nashville, but I knew that you and I are going to go. Oh, yeah. So then I told my friends that I don't want to do that. I think it was Nicole. Maybe it was Nicole who said it, but it was definitely Nicole who said, I fell in love with Nashville when I came here for a bachelorette party. I fell in Nashville when we came for our mini moon. Yeah. It's, it's, if you're into music and you're into whiskey, that's the place to be. Yeah. yeah, and last year on Christmas, a lot of fun. That was the place to be. <laughs> so bachelor party first. The guys, they're at a bar. The ta-ta tassels were spinning. The dollars were raining. Clint was living it up. Clint was in his element. I think he was really enjoying it. He was getting all the attention, and Chris was a little jealous of this. Chris, I think, wishes she had a little bit of whatever that Clint that Clint. I mean, Clint has a vibe. He's got a vibe. He's got a vibe. Because I think... Again, I don't know. He could be broke, but he he's got this confidence of like, yeah, mm-hmm. I do what I want. I wake up what I when I want. I sail. It doesn't nothing nothing weighs on me. I have no cares in the world. That's the vibe. That I don't think he's me. broke. I don't think they would put someone on the show who's broke. Well, let's not forget about Steve. Well, who, Steve was jobless. He true. wasn't broke. That's very true. Uh, but yeah. Aris is sitting there on the couch. She's like, I'm ready for one vagina forever. I will master it, douche. <laughs> no, that's a sweet thing to say. I don't know why what? You, he's going to master that vagina. A lot of guys will be like, it's oh. Ho- it's a horrible thing to say. I just don't like him. Oh, yeah, I don't know why you don't like him. You bought me for my bachelor party. You I bought did, me. and I sent send a link to your bestie. The one vagina forever Yeah, it was hats. a lot of fun. But imagine I was like... You know what? I'm excited for one vagina forever. I, I know there won't be others. There'll just be this, but I'll I'll master it. Like I would, I, I hope you didn't say I that didn't, you will master it. I because didn't. That's, that sounds like he was like sitting on the couch as such a douche. He's like, I will master it. It's like, ugh, ugh. Uh, hey, you you probably can read people better than I can. But when he said it, I thought it was like, yeah, it's a fun way to say like, I'll have fun with this one vagina for the if rest. If he just said, I'm ready for one vagina forever, it's going to be great. I would be like, <laughs> okay, but I will master it. That's just a horrible thing to say. Okay. Ladies, correct me if I'm wrong. Colin, is it, is it bad to master that one vagina? I don't it's know. just the way he said it. Okay. So then Chris, oh, sweet Chris, he's like giving this pep talk. 
to all the guys about how like we're in it. We're we're gonna make it work. We deleted the apps. We're ready to go. And then Addis goes like, "Well, I didn't delete the apps. I just logged off." <laughs> Which hey, I, I didn't delete the apps until until I guess we had the talk. I I don't think. I think really. It, I logged. Well, off. here's the thing: if you just delete the app, you're still on it. You have to delete sure. the account. I wonder if did I did you? that. I don't know. I don't know. You better not be floating out there. Did you? I think well, so. I must have. I must have. Um, so, yeah. So, that's that's sort of the bachelor party. Nothing too crazy over there. The bachelorette party. Okay. I think it's a misnomer. I think it's a misnomer that like, oh, guys get nasty at their bachelor parties. You ladies are wild. Oh, yeah. You ladies are out of control. Out of control. You, you ladies are. You, you cursed and just bouncing up and down on strippers. You guys need to settle down and, and stop giving guys shit of like, oh, what are you doing at your bachelor parties? We're sitting around talking about One Vagina Forever sipping whiskey. You guys are spinning around on strippers. All of them. All of them. It was Gina's first stripper experience. And, and and she went all in on it. She was doing body shots. Dominic, she was exchanging phone numbers pretty Do- much. Now this is an issue. Yeah. Dominique was hitting on... I don't think that's cute. I, I, I think... You can give shit to Eris for having sex a few days before getting married. I would say, eh, you know what? You don't know who you're getting married to. One last hurrah. It's innocent. You're still single. It's not like he found out he was going on the show and then sure. banged, right? He didn't know he was going on the show. He was banging. It's fine. Dominique is at her bachelorette party, basically exchanging numbers with yeah, a little too friendly. So you have to give equal shit to Dominique if you're going to give it to Eric. You have okay, to give more I'm, shit. You have to give more shit to I'm Dominique. I'm giving shit to Dominique, especially because you find him cute. But like, if, if you think about it, you're trying to get married. Would you really date a guy who's a stripper? It would right. eat you alive. Well, that's, uh, yeah, Dominique, just one more thing to add to the list of you're not ready. Well, that's the thing. It's like if, she, if she's 25 and just wants to have fun. Sure, they just stripper. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I was like, "Wait, is that Elijah one?" No, it's, <laughs> it was Nicole, just like licking the strippers. Out of control. <laughs> These women were nuts. And then Dominique shoved a shot in her boobs, and the stripper was drinking it. Uh, you, I'm telling you, you girls are out of control. You know, I don't ever want to hear again about how men are so wild and bachelor parties and stripper. No. You girls, we've seen it. And it's like the same with men's and women's bathrooms. Women's bathrooms are disgusting. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Okay. Glad I made my point. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, And then we get uh, sort of our first wedding or at least. The getting ready part. Our first wedding day. And first up, first up to the altar, Kirsten and Shaquille. Yes. Okay. So we get Kirsten at the hotel, mimosas with the ladies Except for mom. Mom is MIA. Yes. I thought this was going to end poorly. Mm -hmm. I thought this was going to be a situation where like mom's in the hospital, something happened because she keeps calling mom. It keeps getting sent to voicemail. And I'm like, this, this can't be good. This doesn't seem like one of those bait and switches of, oh, is she going to show up? Because I think they did that with, who did Mitch marry? Oh, Kristen. Kristen, not Kristen. <laughs> and I think like dad finally yeah, showed up yeah. and it was like, okay, you kind of felt that he was going to eventually show up. This seemed more somber. I agree. But mom showed up. She was just late. And also Shaquille's grandmother showed up. Yeah. So it was a, everyone was happy, right? Shaquille's happy. Kristen's happy. She's ready. Hoping that he has a low haircut. Right. The, one of the bridesmaids was like, well, what if he's bald? And she's like, well, I, I like low haircuts. I don't I don't know about bald. Well, what are you going to do, Kristen? And of course. Kirsten. Of course he's bald. Yeah. So mom shows up. Dad, not dad's not coming because did you hear the reason he didn't no. come? He didn't want to get COVID tested. Oh. I can understand kind of not wanting to get the vaccine, but not wanting to get tested. Doesn't make any sense to me. I guess we were all a little bit scared of the nose swab. Well, were we? I was a little scared of the really? nasal swab. The first time, come on. Everyone's like, oh, it, it touches your brain. It tickles oh your Oh, my gosh. Yes. I Fake mean, news. Yeah, it, it was fine. It didn't hurt. It doesn't tickle your brain. It 
tickles and maybe you sneeze, but <laughs> yeah. But again, yeah, this is what two years after like the initial swaps. Like it's pretty, yeah, pretty it's, well known that it's like it. it's like nothing. But th- I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It was like he didn't want to get tested. Oh, I missed it. Yeah, so interesting. Well, it's go time, and as Shaquille walks down the aisle. Her friends seem to like him. They're like, oh, nice. And I'm like, okay, she's going to like him because I feel like your friends know your taste. Yeah, maybe. Although he is bald. Kirsten made a point that um, if she's not attracted to him, she's going to give him a side kiss, right? I like that. If she's attracted (laughs) to him, she's going to allow him to kiss her. Well, it was like, yeah, here's here's the telltale signs, the signals. I'll either do like a fist pump or a like a cheek, like a, a side kiss. Yes, a cheek kiss. So the cheek kiss is she's not attracted. Right. It'll be lip to lip if, yeah. if there's attraction. And in the previews for the next episode, we it saw this. side kiss. Well, it wasn't a side kiss. It was Shaquille making out with her cheek. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> it wasn't just like a boop on the cheek. It was, it was mouth to mouth. It was mouth to cheek. And it was uncomfortable. We'll see. But that's what we're here for. But so, that's it. We didn't uh, see any action. There's zero action, which is what's going to make this hard to do. But I we're going to do it. I think next episode, I'm hoping they'll knock out all the weddings. Oh, you have, have two to. hours. Well, here's what I wonder. Is we said, oh, there was only one suit shopping, one dress shopping. It's going to happen. I think they'll do it for all the couples probably, but yeah. right before their big moment. But just snippets because... As I always say, I hate that. Like, well, I who cares? Think, I don't care that you pick a white dress over a white dress. Right. Like, I don't care that you pick this tux over. Like, it's this boring part. And I feel like maybe they got the memo well, and no one wants to watch it. Isn't there an entire series called Say Yes to the Dress? Yes, I would never fucking watch no, it. No, I've never watched one episode. But apparently the dress shopping is a big deal if you uh, made a whole show. No. No, not for us. Um... Yeah, like we'll see what you picked when you walk down the altar. I don't I don't care what you said no to. Exactly. We'll see what you picked when it's time. All right. Let's do predictions, Teresa. Okay? Okay. I'll shout out the names. Okay. And then we could either go back and forth or just ladies first of, of thoughts. But let's start with who we just talked about. Shaquille and Kristen. Kirsten. Kirsten. Can we can we get you to commit to saying her name properly this yes. season? I will. I will. Kirsten. 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 Kerr. Kirsten. Kirsten. I'm pretty Kirsten. sure. I think it's definitely not Kirsten, but Kirsten. Kirsten. And Shaquille. Okay. All right. Do you want to go first? Sure. My prediction, and we're just saying who's going to say yes on decision day. It's just decision day, guys. This isn't long term because long term nobody's going to make it. That's my okay. prediction. <laughs> I'm going to play the devil's advocate. I'm going to say yes. Whoa, Teresa. Okay. I'm going to say no. And I'm just being superficial. Are you writing? You have your. Yeah. You have it written down. Okay, because we, for those this is that this is the first time you listen to our us cover maps. We go at the end of the season after decision day, and we say if we got it right or wrong. So we'd like to have it recorded. Okay, you said yes. I'm saying no, and I'm just being superficial and and not a lot to go off here. But just because Kirsten said I don't like the bald. I'm just going to be superficial. And I'm just playing the devil's advocate. Right. That maybe okay. you don't know what's good for you. Yeah. That maybe you would have said no to him at the bar, but he is right for you. Okay. So you're yes. I'm a no. Okay. So we we disagree Next. from number one. Okay. Dominique and McKinley. Okay. You want me to go first? Sure. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. Oh my gosh. this We've never been so <laughs> so different before. I think. She's going to be too immature, to be honest with you. I think she's too immature. I think so too, but I think they'll. I think they're going to have some fun, and maybe on decision day they'll probably say yes. I don't think they'll make it work, really okay. after, but let's see. All right, so two no's for me, two yeses for mm-hmm. you. Let's see how we we do with this next one, Nicole and Chris. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no as well. <laughs> she's not crazy. Very optimistic. She's crazy. I'm not very optimistic. She's crazy, obviously. Here's here's the caveat, and I'm still going no. Chris is so lonely, he may just say yes to be with anybody, mm-hmm. but I, I think no. I'm going to say no, too. All right. Okay. Jasmine and Aries, I'm going to say no. I'm going yes. What? I think, yeah. I Again, I'm not, I'm not team Aries, but I'm not... That uh, I'm not that appalled by him, and I think Jasmine and him they may hit. again. This is just decision day. This yeah. is just what they're going to say on decision day. 
I think it may be a yes. Well, I'm going to say no. Okay. And, and last, but certainly not least. Gina and Clint. At the same time? Three, two, one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I think this makes sense. So we only got one. We only agree with one? Yeah. No, only we, on Gina we, and Clint. We agree Nicole and Chris will say no. Okay. Okay. And we agree Gina and, and Clint will say yes. Yeah. I think she's outdoorsy enough for him. Mm-hmm. And that's really all he cares about is having a having a girl who's outdoorsy, and I think they could make it work. They're a similar age range, so yeah, Gina and Clint, yeah, uh, here for it. All right, that's episode one of season sixteen, Married at First Sight, Nash Vegas. Ugh. <laughs> Every time you say Kirsten's name wrong, I'm gonna say Nash Vegas. All right, fair enough. All right, so thank you guys for listening. Uh, you guys don't owe Teresa any money for that 1-800 voice that she was giving all of the episode. <laughs> I'll, I'll pay. I'll pay for all of us. And follow us on Instagram. Make sure to do that. At Married the Reality Pod. It's a good time over there. We're going to do some memes. We keep you guys updated with news. You'll message us. It's a good time. At Married the Reality Pod on Instagram. Also, join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Married the Reality. Teresa made a great point about... The new season of The Other Way that is coming with one of our favorites, if not favorite couple mm-hmm. from Love and Paradise that we're covering right now on Patreon, Johan and Danielle. Mm-hmm. So Patreon right now has Love and Paradise. It's going to very soon have Darcy and Stacy. Oh, my gosh. At the highest level, at the family affair level, you get a monthly random bonus of certain different reality shows that we don't cover normally. We just throw a bonus episode on there. So check it out. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Thank you again for the reviews, all the reviews. We appreciate the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. We love love. We love love. Speaking we love of our, love. Speaking of our girls. And make sure you follow the podcast. How could I forget? It's so important because sometimes, unfortunately, we post episodes on different days than scheduled. But if you're following the podcast, you'll get the episode as soon as it drops. So easy to follow the podcast. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot as this new season. <laughs> so hot. Very enthusiastic, guys. So just, hot. just like listen to this and just play it in my classic voice. Just a reminder so everyone knows, so we can leave on a high note. Scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for this season? 11. An 11. 11. It's an 11, guys. So that is it. That's all for now. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this mm-hmm. episode. I hope... Next episode, Therese will be shot out of a cannon. Mm, me too. Like she normally is. All right, let's let her rest that that sweet little mouth of hers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I've said it all. Therese, have you said it all? Too much. You've said too much. All right, that means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.